Welcome to the Scrap Happier Podcast, where we share quick tips, tricks, and techniques to help you create scrapbooks you love and be happier while doing it. I'm your host, Alice Bull. I'm so glad that you've joined me for episode number 55. Today, we're going to talk about the layouts that you love, and I'm going to share the five different types of layouts that I love the most. Before we get started, have you hit that subscribe button? It's quick to do right now, and it means you won't miss out on next week's episode. If you'd like to see any of the layouts I mentioned during this episode, you'll find them all in the show notes at scraphappy.org episode 55. Our topic today was inspired by a recent discussion that we had on the Club Scrapbook Club on Clubhouse. We were talking about our favorite layouts and why they're so special. And of course, we talked about things like fun techniques, playful topics, beautiful photos. But then we kind of came around to something that seemed a little bit more important to me. And we talked about how some of our favorite layouts are the pages that have the best stories. And even though I love making pages that have great design, use beautiful products and embellishments and papers, it really comes down to the story that I put onto the page. I'd go as far as saying that it really doesn't even matter the photo as much. Often the photo is an embellishment to the story that I want to portray on my page. But not always. As we were talking about the different pages that we love, they kind of fell into one of five different categories. So that's what we're going to talk about today. What are those five categories and how can we make these pages that we love? Number one, I'm going to call in the moment. And in the moment page is when you capture the action. They're not posed. They're not staged. You've caught this moment as it happened. For myself, these are often pages where somebody said something special or there was a little bit of humor in a situation. One page that I made like this is called no, 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 space required. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's a lot of no's. It's part of an acrylic embellishment. I used watercolor paper to make this page and I spread around some different colors, kind of mucking and blending them together. And then I used that area that I created as the base for my photo, my journaling, and my title. The picture is one of those candid moments where my kids saw me sitting on a chair and they both climbed up onto my lap. Now, these are not little kids. These are both grown-up teenage boys. And so this was a pretty squashy picture. The journaling reads, both boys are heading off to school this fall, so I'm trying to stay as close as possible while we still have the time. Life is changing quickly, but for now, there is no space required. During our clubhouse chat, Christina had said that she likes to kind of sneak in like a silent observer and capture those photos. And this is definitely not one of those kind of moments, but it is one of those spontaneous moments. So I think it still falls into this in the moment kind of category. Often when you have a portrait, you're looking at that portrait and it's so posed. It's really hard to know what to say when that moment doesn't really have a story of its own. One tip that I like to use is when I have a portrait that doesn't have its own story, I like to find a random story that, you know, is about the right people, at about the right time, the right era, the right ages. And then I use that photo, that posed portrait photo, as a fill-in, almost like an embellishment, to help tell that story, because sometimes that story doesn't have its own photo. 
The next kind of page that I'm going to mention, we're calling a progressive page. Well, that's what my friend Marcy called it. She talked about how she shows a path traveled or the journey of a day or a trip. These can be especially good if you're documenting some travel. If you've ever done day in the life or week in the life, then you kind of are familiar with the concept of a progressive page. Lots of times these pages are almost like a photo documentary, and it doesn't have to have a ton of photos for it to have that effect. Even the process of making cookies, starting with cookie dough, then making your cookie shapes, and then having some finished cookies at the end shows that progression. Or maybe it's morning time in Disneyland, all the different rides that you visited during the day, and then laying down exhausted at the end of that busy day. An example of a progression page is one that I made about my trip to India. This page is called A Surprise Around Every Corner. The pictures range from the parking lot to inside the restaurant to my cousin eating in the restaurant and to a sweet encounter that I had at the end of our time there. Here's an excerpt of the journaling. While we were in India, it seemed like we found a surprise around every corner. In Assam, we were traveling from the elephant ride at Kazaranga National Park to Digboy, where we would stay in the guest house of my uncle's boss for a few days. The drive was a long one, almost eight hours. Our driver took us to a restaurant for lunch. As we pulled into the parking lot around the side of the building, we were astonished to see dishes laid out on the parking lot. Apparently, they let the dishes dry in the sun. That was surprise number one. The third type of layout I like to call a now and then page. Some people might think of it as a comparison page or a contrasting page. These are my pages that compare something from long ago, perhaps in my childhood, to something that happens while I'm an adult. I also like to compare my children's childhood to my childhood or my children's childhood to now. Actually, I think now and then pages are some of my very favorite ones. The one I'd like to share with you today is actually a page that is not the happiest of topics. In fact, it's called Not Always Happy. But I'm so glad that my son gave me permission to scrapbook the photos that I had of him for this. I have pictures where Ryan is not the happiest little guy. He is completely devastated because we were playing a game and it wasn't going so well for him. Thankfully, as he got older, we continued to play games and he became a lot better at winning and losing graciously. The journaling reads, Ryan can have his ups and downs. He's the kind of kid that wears his heart on his sleeve. And sometimes that means he can be rather upset when things don't go his way. When he was younger, it was often painful trying to play a game with Ryan. He was so invested in winning that when he didn't, it wasn't pretty. Fortunately, we never stop playing games, and although Ryan still loves to win, he manages to have fun when he loses too. The best part is that now he's willing to play again. I'm glad that most of the time, Ryan is the happy and vibrant boy that you see in the photo above. His passion for life makes him a joy to be around, even if he is not always happy. I think this is such a great now and then page because although it doesn't span a whole bunch of years, it's a few years for sure, probably age seven to age 12 or something like that, it really shows that growth that happens during your childhood. I love to see the things that stay the same or the things that really change and now and then pages are perfect for that. The fourth type of layout that I love to make are family story pages. 
You know those family stories that always seem to come up when all of your family gets together? They're the ones that become the epic stories from your family. In my husband's family, it involves his grandfather with a sledgehammer and a watermelon, and it was the sledgematic. Yes, there was watermelon on the ceiling. I think these epic family stories are definitely ones that we should be trying to include in our scrapbooks. One of those stories happens to be about the choosing of a name for our older son, Joe. I had a lot of fun making this page. I really wanted the story to stand out. And so I made a monochromatic white background using white paper and white stickers to spell out Joe all over the background. I used a photo of him wrapped up in some white swaddling blankets at the hospital when he was born. And then I printed my journaling on some white paper. And unfortunately, the story I had to tell was all my fault. Here's an excerpt from the journaling. Choosing a name for our baby was a big task. We wanted to choose something that would take him or her through life, something that would feel comfortable and be easy to spell and read, so he or she didn't need to make corrections all of the time. Jonas wanted something very simple. He really liked the name Joe. He could envision our son having a restaurant and calling it Joe's and then saying, eat at Joe's. I was less enthusiastic about this idea. I told Jonas that we couldn't name our baby Joe. It wasn't a name for a sweet little baby, but we could name him Jonas and then call him Joe. Jonas said this was a mistake, but I insisted. When the first piece of mail arrived for Jonas, but it was for our sweet baby, not my husband, I realized the mistake I'd made. I filled out the paperwork to officially change Joe's name. It turned out that Joe was the perfect name for our little boy after all. The fifth type of layouts that I love are relationship pages. Showcasing our relationships, our friendships, and just all of the connections that we have to the other people in our life. Relationships that we deem the most important are the ones that we want to be capturing on our pages and showing how we made those connections and how we make that a priority in our life. I think that's such an essential part of scrapbooking. An example is a page called My Great-Grandmother's Earrings. These small gold earrings with a tiny diamond at the center belong to my great-grandmother, my mom's dad's mother. I was given them many years ago, and I wear them every single day. They're a small connection to a part of my family I never had the chance to know. To scrapbook this page, I blew up a picture of the earrings really, really large so that you could see the detail of them. I included a picture of myself wearing the earrings and a picture of my great-grandmother where I think that she's wearing the earrings, although it's a little hard to tell. By creating pages within these five different categories, it has helped me make some of my most favorite layouts. Now, I'm not going to say the other pages that I make when I'm playing with pretty papers or I'm scrapbooking some chickens aren't important. All of that is part of my creative process. I make a lot of pages that are more for fun than for substance. But when I really want to make pages that are going to last and be important to me, then these are the ones that I turn to. In the moment pages, progressive pages, now and then pages, family story pages, and relationship pages. My suggestion to you would be to think about the kinds of pages that you like to make. Look back at some pages and see which ones are really important to you. Which ones do you really, really like? And why do you really like them? If you were forced to choose your top 100 layouts, which ones would make the cut and why? 
these are the kinds of pages we want to make sure that we are including in our storytelling. And if we haven't done a good job of those yet, then maybe it's time that we start. Once a week, I release an email series called Scrap Happy Sunshine. It's my Friday five email. This is my place to share some scrapbooking sunshine into your email box. So I share five short, fun, scrappy things. And I'll confess, they usually go out on a Friday, but sometimes they have been known to hit your inbox on a Saturday. But if you're not signed up for these yet, you can sign up at scraphappy.org subscribe. It's also a great way for me to let you know about any cool things we have coming up, like scrapbook live events or special events like the Scrap Smarter Experience. Save $5 off a registration using the code ALICE. But quick, go to scraphappy.org before August 20th to get signed up and participate in this super fun event. Let's learn some new scrappy skills. I hope that talking about these five different types of layouts that I love will help you make some layouts that you love. Happy scrapping! I am laughing so hard at the picture of my cousin eating the hot pepper in India. She just grabbed one of these peppers off the plate and I thought, oh no, that is a big mistake. And boy, was it ever. She was just dying because the pepper was so stinking hot. But I look at that now and I just laugh.